Hey, what's up? It's me, Steve McJones. How you doing? What's going on? Uh, this week, I got Jason Rosario, a fellow friend of mine that I made here in Philadelphia, a fellow friend from Philly. And he came on to talk about his career, uh, which is teaching music. Uh, I thought it was extremely interesting. And the way he kind of wrote me in with it was when I first met him, that literally the first minute, first of all, I expect everybody in Philly to be mean, and he's just like, hey, what's going on, guy? How you doing? And, and it just, like, started talking to me, and I was like, oh, what's up? <laughs> and he was playing the music. He was DJing at this little get-together we were hanging out at, and he immediately was playing some interesting music uh, right off the bat and allowed me to do my thing and play my music because I'm all about it. I always ask, hey, let me let me add that song to a queue. I do add it to the queue. I, don't, I just don't just I don't just click it. I'm not an insane person. I don't just click the song. I add it to the queue because, anyways. But he uh, no, we we just hit it off. He's a really nice guy, and he actually just moved to Philly too. So I recorded with him in his new apartment that he was settling in at. Beautiful apartment, and we got into it. It was amazing. I uh, look forward to having more music-based conversations with this guy, and I'll uh, let you see how it played out, but I should let you know, he did give us a little glimpse into his new hit single called Pass the Onion, and uh, that's how it starts out, so enjoy. Yeah. Um, all right. So pass the onion. That pass the, the onion. The recits. So Jason. Um, yes. First of all, I should state that your name is spelled very interesting. Yes. I've never seen Jason spelled like that. Yeah. Really like that. And then your last name, R- Ros- Rosario. Well, Rosario. I say Rosario, but some people. Yeah. Just Rosario. Rosario, Rosario. Put that like Philadelphia yeah, you know. accent on I'm also it. from Long Island, so that's just like. Okay. Yeah, puts Sorry. all the accents on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up in Long Island, though? I did, I did. I grew up on Long Island and I did music and stuff there. And well, you, you did music? I did. Growing. I did it. So did you like know when you were a kid that you were into, like, when did you start playing? Like, what did you... So, uh... Did your parents turn you on to, like, music? Was it your own, you know, like, kind of give, us a, give us a rundown. Yeah, so uh, it wasn't really my... I don't think it was my parents. I don't know. I, I did music a lot when I was in elementary school and then there was actually this like jazz band that came to my elementary school that I remember mm-hmm. and there was this guy playing the trumpet like right next to me at the assembly oh. <laughs> and just very loud I, in it, it, but I love and I looked up to it and I was like I want to play that <laughs> um but in third you and if you want to do an instrument instrument you have to do it in third grade you have to do a string instrument first and then you could go to any other instruments in fourth grade oh, wow. so I Played the violin. Was the, the school a music school? No, no, no. It was a regular public oh, okay. elementary school. But, so I played the violin in third grade. Hated it. Hated every second of it. Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. This is serious. I know. This really is the world's smallest violin. See? Um, <laughs> I, and I wanted to play the trumpet. So then in fourth grade, I got to play the trumpet. Um, I did that for a while. And then in middle school, um, I auditioned for the school play. 
and I've never done that before. And they wanted guys because middle school drama they need guys to do everything yeah so i was like okay i'll do the show and i played the silent king did i sing it all no um did i act oh yeah oh yeah did i say any words three of them <laughs> yes i can at the end of the show that was it wow and yeah. i bet that got a big roar of applause. it did yeah. it did it did because i wasn't saying anything the entire show and then boom there he is he has yeah. a voice so that happened and then the next year I auditioned again where I was like, oh, let's try the singing thing. Like, let's do that. True. And it was uh, Oklahoma. And you were and still working on your trumpet. I was still doing the trumpet and still doing all that fun stuff. And I did like all county stuff and Nisma, which is like, oh, really? like graded. That's actually pretty pretty. You, you just skip over these things. It's I like, mean, there's a pretty, like, for a, what, you say fourth grade, fifth grade? Yeah, so it starts in fourth grade and then you can do it every year and you just well, go like, and get a those system. Are, those are big things, you know, for somebody that's like in that, that age group, yeah. you know what I mean? I, at least in my opinion, from somebody who doesn't do music, yeah. it's impressive to me. I feel like it's also just like one of the things, like, I lived, so it's just like. Yeah, I did it. Like it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then the next year I did Oklahoma and I auditioned and then I got the lead role. Oh wow. So going from no words, <laughs> not singing, not saying anything, to singing pretty much the entire show. Yeah. Um, the next year and then that's when I started singing. So like in eighth grade was when I started doing okay. singing stuff. Yeah. And then in high school I did Every single ensemble you could possibly imagine, besides women's choir, but I would have done it if they wanted. But I did jazz band, wind ensemble. I was in the select group. I was in the mixed group. Oh wow! Um, we didn't have a cappella at that time. And then, actually, I remember when I was in high school, my choir director she like sat me down my freshman year, and she's like, "What do you want to do with the rest of your life?" Yeah, and I was like, a that's big a question. big question for a ninth grader. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, she was like, I don't know. She's like, you'd be a great music teacher. At ninth grade, she says this. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll keep going with this music thing. So yeah. then I did it, and then I guess that just stuck with me. And then I started auditioning for schools my senior year. And I did like all state choirs and stuff like that in high school. And oh my Lord, um, yeah, so singing much. and playing and doing all that fun stuff. It's like now that you're like reacting like that, it makes me feel like, oh yeah, actually like do things. So. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> you're like down for like skipping over. Yeah, I was in the you just listed them off. And it's yeah. like that's a lot, man. Like, I, tell, I don't know. When, so specifically, I, I mean, you don't have to get into like all the differences and yeah. everything, but like what, you know, like why did you, what made you want to do all those different ones and like what? It was just, what about it kind of, because you could g pick one, you yeah. know, like group and go really ham and that yeah. and like, but you were attracted to all the different sorts of yeah. styles and everything, you know? I, huh, I never thought about that before. <laughs> I just really liked music. And I, so the thing is that like growing up, I used to make a lot of noise, like hitting things, singing things, making noises with my mouth, like... My dad has this specific whistle that he does that, like, I, like, practiced how to do this whistle, and now I have a really loud whistle. Oh, wow. I don't know if I wanted to do it right now, because of all the sounds. Yeah, go ahead. Holy. How, wow. That's loud. stuff. <laughs> but um, I, like, would always, like, play with things and hit things, and then when I got the opportunity to be in all these ensembles that make noise, mm -hmm. and it's okay, I was yeah. like, sure, sure, let's do it. And then I got to, like, stay after school and, like, meet all these people and hang out with everyone and everything like that. And, like, it kind of felt like I was, like, 
special. Like I was like, oh, like I'm a part of this elite group that can be after here after school, <laughs> and, like, do all these things the after school and, club, yeah, yeah, and like perform at all these different events for these different people and okay. everything like that. So. It was fun. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where, at least, I mean, for me, I, so I do stand-up comedy, right? So it's yeah. like, part of that originally comes from, oh, I'm the center of attention, you know? Yeah, I wanna, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to be in, and like, you know, be the person, like, you come off stage and people are like, oh, dude, that was good yeah. or whatever. And I mean, I'm sure it's kind of the same when you kill it at like a concert. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in the end, obviously, you're drawn to more than just that. More than yeah, just the no, it's definitely like the community part of it and like the making music with other people like it's it's a lot it's a lot more when you can make music with other people and like know that you've worked so hard to do certain things um and then i'm like as you said i was skipping over things but when i was in uh high school i went to like a month-long like intensive choir camp oh wow um where we like we like worked with like college professors and had ensembles from everyone in New York like all over New York and then that was like the time that I was like yeah well, I'm gonna do and so this. what is so what <laughs> and, and that's kind of what I want to jump into because you you are in that kind of leader like yeah. teaching breaking things down for people to be able to learn yeah um so I mean you know <laughs> Give us a lesson, man. Like, well, I mean, but, but seriously, like, in an intensive camp like that, yeah. what do you go over and what do you really like break down? Like, how do you break music? Because when I hear a song, you know, I just hear it as like a song, yeah. like at face value. And I love it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, yeah. I love the shit out of music. That's why I wanted to talk about it with mm. you and get into it. And, I, and yeah. I like the idea of, you know, all these different pieces coming together. Um, and it's the same reason I like movies, too. You have to have like all the workers on the set, you have to have the people that write it, the actors, directors. You, all these different parts that come together to mm. make this beautiful piece of work. Um, and, and I know nothing about breaking it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it definitely is a process. Like, so that camp, it kind of was like a mock, like what you would get as like a music major. So you would go in and you would take theory classes. You would, you know, take piano classes. You would take private voice lessons. You have different small ensembles, big ensembles. And you were just responsible to for learning your own music. And um, the cool part was that it was all high school kids. So, like, we would just form these different groups and, like, say, like, hey, we're going to practice this. Like, you want to come over in the stairwell and we'll just do this. Or And then other people throughout the camp were like, hey, you want to sing this song? Like, let's go practice it. Just for fun. Like, yeah. just to, like, make music. And then, so, like, having that environment of, like, making being creative and listening to things and tweaking things and adding dynamics and adding emotions and expressions and all oh, that yeah. fun stuff. Like, That's really cool. It's more than, like, your high, typical high school program doesn't necessarily go into all those things. True, true. Um, so as a person who really knew the basics of what choral singing was and really had a chance to go on the other side of things with expression and stuff, yeah. was really, like eye-opening yeah would like, you oh, mind wow. going into a couple of those things like uh like i guess it like the expression even theory i, I don't know yeah. that much about music theory you know all that sort of uh, so, so there was i'll name a specific piece there is a piece called afternoon on a hill which is like there's it's basically like saying like at the end of the day like there's all these there's all these things in the world but at the end of the day like you can just relax and chill and like you're all everything's gonna be all yeah. Amongst the chaos of everything. So, like, <laughs> there was, like, a rehearsal where we talked about all of these things, and the the conductor was like, yeah, 
think about like what was a time you know where you felt like it was crazy or you felt like you didn't know what was going on or you didn't know how it was going to end and oh, then wow. so it's like channeling that yeah yeah and even the experience like at the camp it was a bunch of kids from all over new york <laughs> nobody knew anyone mm-hmm. and we're like well we gotta form this choir and we gotta make sure like you guys know each other and you guys can sing sing with each other and trust each other and then the crazy month that it was we're waking up every day at 8 a.m and like doing this intense work every single day mm-hmm. and then at the end of the month to put it all together it was like oh this oh, is wow. awesome yeah so like thinking about you know personal experiences and putting it into the music sure. rather than just singing the notes on the page yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i did yeah I, I did choir in seventh eighth grade yeah and yeah i remember it being very just like you said like you read it and then you go over it and you you, you work on the parts obviously mm. but you don't go into that real the emotion that goes behind it yeah. and, and everything like that. I mean, especially with, like, you know, time schedules and, like, there's o- there's other things that are happening in a educational setting rather than, like, an intensive camp setting. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. So uh, do, did you have, like, a favorite of all of the things that you did at, at that point? Did you have, like, a favorite? Like, as far as, like, what, like, choir versus band versus yeah. all that fun stuff? Sure. Um, at that point, I was pretty much set that I was going to be doing a bunch of singing. Mm-hmm. I was decent at the trumpet. Mm-hmm. I was not, like, by any means, the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved playing the trumpet, but it, like, it just wasn't my thing. Right. Um, right. Although it kind of was my thing, because I did all the things. Like, I did everything. Jazz band, marching band, regular band. All yeah, yeah. But I guess that I learned all the musicality stuff from it. Okay. And breaking it down. So and that, like, helps you kind of write and, and transpose and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff moving forward. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, is it true what they say about band camp? <laughs> <laughs> this one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does get a little... No, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> interesting, interesting. It's a fun time. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, cool, cool. Good to, good to know, yeah. Um... <laughs> But cool, man. That's, and so that's awesome. So when did you start actually writing? Like writing my own music? Sure, yeah. Um, well, so in college, I was in acapella groups. And did you go to school for... Yeah, so I went to school for music education. Where'd you go? At University of Delaware. Oh, okay. Um, and then I was in an acapella group there called the Melodies. Shout out to my millions. You and I get in contact high off each other. We can get lost in between. And then I was also in UD Corral, which is like the top choir there, traveling around and all that fun stuff. But a lot of the like meat and potatoes of what my composing stuff was was from Melodies because we had to write our own arrangements. So my first wow, arrangement. That's intense. Yeah. My first arrangement was really bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> but we you sang it. somewhere. It know? was, I think it was Love on Top. And all of the parts did the same thing the entire song. Oh, wow. Except there were some modulations at the end, which was really exciting. Yeah. It was just the same thing over and over again. But then I started listening to other acapella groups, you know, because there's ICCAs and all that fun stuff where, like, these people win awards for it so i would listen to a bunch of that and then try and you know mimic it and do my own style Mm -hmm. and then i started writing arrangements of other songs and they got better and better and better as the time went on and then we also competed in the iccs and our last year my senior year we went to semifinals, which was like a huge deal at least in our minds sure um just because like 
we had been working all four years and still didn't get to the semifinals, still didn't get to semifinals, still didn't get to semifinals, and then the last year it was like, oh, we did. hey, yeah, like a senior year. Type we of. got it. We know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, it's super fun. And, like, arranging, it, it, there's many, like, avenues you can take with it. Like, you could be very technical about it and do a lot of, like, music theory and thinking about, okay, what is the song and all the different chords and stuff. Oh, like, um, that's where they get, like, math rock and stuff, right? Math rock? I've never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, <laughs> everything based off of numbers. So it's, like, oh. the perfect numbers and it's, like, it has to be, like, a, like the Fibonacci sequences or whatever. Never heard of that before. I do music. I don't okay. do math. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. But theory, the theory being that, like, the perfect numbers makes the perfect sound. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, it's uh. So like the way that I did arranging mm-hmm. was yes. more like I would improvise a lot, like mm-hmm. on my own. Like I would set up a mic uh, and at my computer and listen to the song and just start singing a bunch of stuff. Oh wow. Um, and then I would listen to it over again and pick out all the things that I liked and then try and be like, okay, this is an alto part. This can be a soprano part. The bass line is here, and then. You know, three and a half minutes gets, it takes like days sometimes. But then you get an end product and you're like, oh wow, I did that. That was all me. So you're more of a chaotic approach to to composing music. Similar to many other parts in my life. How shall one say directly? Too many notes, your majesty. Exactly. Very well put. Too many notes. Like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we'll just throw it all out there and see what lands on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then it obviously turns out pretty well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the arrangements that I made, and so yeah, and, and yeah. I think at a certain point, I was, I almost hindered myself a little bit because then I would listen to the arrangement like, oh, that's not as good as the last one was. So like, as my arrangements got better, I would be more critical of myself. Oh, like, which yeah. is like good and bad because then you lose that like eh, it doesn't matter like let's just do it mm-hmm. it'll be fine and then now you're being a little bit more specific so sure. kind of want to go back to that but yeah you know well and so moving forward um, like with the education part of it and yeah. teaching so how do you approach helping kids learn their style really? yeah so I mean I currently teach and I have been teaching elementary school primarily mm-hmm. and I'm actually going to be teaching so I used to teach kindergarten to fifth grade and now I'm going into pre-K to third grade. Okay. And the, like, methodology and theory, not theory, but the methodology that I typically no, we, use. We know I so can't many theories. Theory. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> this is the theory of education. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the methodology that I use is more on, like, a immersion of music and, like, being immersed in different tonalities and different meters when you're younger okay. so that you kind of, like, get the the language kind of like learning a language like when you're a baby people just talk around you and you're just listening 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 so in a way it's automatically almost to that chaotic it is approach my life steve (laughs) my life (laughs) no that's that's great no which is why it speaks to me so i like yeah Yeah. and i mean i think that's it's almost just like a data thing like running data through people until the point where they can recognize the data yeah that's pretty much what it is it's like i'll i'll sing and chant everything Mm -hmm. that you could possibly hear and then whatever you pick up you pick up and you put in your brain you think about it and then when you hear it later you're like oh 
I've heard that before. Yeah. What is that? And then later on you start identifying and labeling things and then you get more specifics as like, you know, major, minor, or triple, or duple, or whatever. No. Triple, dipple. Triple, like, dipple, duple, <laughs> dapple, <laughs> wapple. <The> divis- <laughs> and don't forget the, the onion. Da, da, da. <laughs> and then you come up with an amazing hit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Chaos. Uh, no, but it's interesting because I'm actually like again, I guess relating it to my experience with stand up a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, always I've always just kind of passively watched stand up, stand up comedians, yeah. <laughs> and, and kind of you know taking into account laughing and all different sorts of. Well, I, I didn't even realize that there were different sorts of comedians yeah. when you start watching stand up. Yeah. Right? But then you realize there's, uh, you know, storytellers like Mike Birbiglia, um, but then there's people who just do one-liners, uh, like, you know, Neil Brennan has a couple, um, or you, the performative arts like Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. the performative yeah. comedy, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, and, and I, again, like, I didn't realize I was watching all these different sorts of things, but um, now that I've started doing stand-up regularly and kind of looking into it a little bit more, I've been listening to um, this podcast called Let's Talk About Sets, and they actually break it down into, like, you know, there's, like, taglines and, like, mm. the setup and, you, yeah. know, the, you know, the comedic timing and, like, how you, uh, y- you know, uh, come at the energy, the audience, all these different elements that actually go into it, so... Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it, it's interesting. I, I guess it's almost I'm the child in the situation <laughs> um, where I've been just shown all these different yeah. cha- like chaotic things and kind of and, and now I'm actually you know looking into how to dissect it and open mm. it up and, and it's really cool to be able to break it down uh, into that that different scenario. So um, I think from there, like for me and I guess within music too, is like and you found out your style of that chaotic approach. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but it's like now I have to form and kinda of see how I wanna come at it. You mm. know what I mean? And then kinda of, narrow uh, it down and be like, like All right, what is my <laughs> Especially because stand up comedian it's like there you there's a performative aspect of it. So you have to oh, like yeah. you have to ultimately come up with your performance no matter what it is. So yeah. like you can't I mean you can have like bits and pieces of everything, mm-hmm. but and and, and and honestly, I do want to take, like, I want to take elements that I get from music, because I enjoy all different mm-hmm. sorts of music, too. Yeah. Um, like, one of the things specifically that I did want to bring up with you, because you're super well-versed in, in the music world, is the idea of just, like, how music, like, affects your mindset, and, like, mm-hmm. how, how music really, you know, gets yeah. you going. And, and yeah. sometimes, like, you have workout music, but I don't know if you've experienced this at all, but, like having music on in the background can make any situation less uncomfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even just yeah. like... A hundred percent. I mean, I'm always... that My speaker, I have it with me everywhere I go. 100%. Because you can always have music just like lightly playing in the background or if like you're at a party and like there is no music, it's kind of awkward because I'm like... Am I supposed to be talking the entire time? And then it's also like a point of conversation. Like, exactly. You know, I put on a song and it's like, oh, I've never heard the song. Who's it by? Like, oh, and you start listening to things, specific things about it. Yeah. Just like when I first met you, it was like we were You're just right. going back and forth with, you know, what's on your playlist? I'll give you this song. I'll put that one on next in the, what's next in the queue. What's next like, in the queue? Add it yeah. to the freaking queue. Yeah. Don't just click on the song. <laughs> That's a Don't people. mess up the queue, Don't man. <laughs> That was not next, but yeah. But no, yeah, there's just so many good... It's utilizing music for the enjoyment of the entertainment, but also 
like you can also uh, like even when I was going through the pandemic, I was going mm. through like some hard times, right? And yeah. I started throwing on to like I would get caught in these thought loops and just think yeah. the same things over and over again. But then I was like, you know what? I've never listened to like a Beethoven album, mm. right? like all the way yeah. through. So you throw that on in the background, and it really just kind of makes your mind think about something else or like move on or just continue forward. Mm. Um, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, but, and, like, I i don't know if you regularly listen to Beethoven before, but, like, there's definitely, similar to, like, the immersion chaotic thing that we were talking about before, now you've listened to classical music. So, right. much of classical music is actually in all, like, the pop music and stuff that we listen to now. So, like, I'm sure there's some song that you'll listen to later and be like, oh, that's a Mozart piano <laughs> whatever that, uh, like, I think there's, there's, like, a, I, I forget what the name of the song is, but there's a piano, Mozart piano. For thing least. that's it, I guess. I <laughs> but like in a current pop pop song, the melody is that piano concerto. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's yeah. it's crazy. I actually saw this video. It was like all these pop songs are com- comprised of like the same four chords. Mm. For like yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. The music uh, is just twelve notes put in different orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and so yeah, how do you? I mean, does that limit you at all? Um, um, not really, because there's. I mean, there's other factors to go into it, like tonalities and, and different, like you know, expression and everything. Expression we were talking, and yeah, meters and, sure. and different timbres and stuff like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's just interesting. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Music has always been a big part of my life. It's and pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I think the point, yeah, is, is trying to use it moving forward in other elements as well and mm. um again having beethoven on or something to like enhance your creativity or your focus or i mean they, they did that with video games like the yeah. the guy who created uh, zelda he would like sit in his office with the music and like see if he could sit with like how long he could work with it mm. and like you know how it affected his work and everything because he wanted to make sure he was it was important uh, yeah he knew it was important for the game and everything I mean the whole Ocarina of Time it was like based around that. <laughs> based around that but yeah 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 I, I just I'm, I'm really glad that you know like I, the reason I wanted to talk to you is because it's it, not everybody appreciates music you know what yeah. I mean and it's I can so tell sad. it's so sad it's like, why? yeah but I can tell you have a real love for it I man. do yeah I and, really do love it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like making noise like making noise being loud but also you know Good noise. Yeah. yeah. Good noise sometimes. And there's, you know, ex- the, like the, there's the imaginative part of it and like, you know, there was, I was watching a video yesterday of um, the Lion King was rehearsing um, for the shows that are coming up because after the pandemic everything closed. Oh, right. And I was, I started crying when I was watching it because like these people haven't sung with each other for a year, over a year. Oh, wow. And then they're all in the same room singing the song that they sang every seven days a week yeah. before the pandemic multiple times a week and like before she even took the first breath to like sing the first note she was like well can't do that hold on give me a second <laughs> and i was watching and i was like yep yeah, that's it she knows what's about she knows what's about well, <laughs> yeah yeah so like moving forward i guess like how do you for yourself plan on kind of continuing that that learning and growing within music yeah. and and um and how even on a broader scale like how it's been changed and how it's gonna how you think it's gonna move forward i guess for myself or like just uh, again it, you know i mean for myself approach. i feel like now that i'm in a city like with people all over the place and all people from different backgrounds i feel like there's going to be a lot more that i can dive into as far as like ensembles to to go into or different you know 
recording techniques or different types of music. What yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah. So like just kind of different places of inspiration to draw from. That's yeah. kind of another reason I wanted to move to the city as well. Yeah. Is to is to really get different perspectives as mm. opposed to my single-minded Ohio <laughs> perspective. And I mean, anyone from anywhere can just be like too pigeonholed into what they know exactly. rather than like listening to whatever and just going with it. And it's that's only music, but like there's other things. Right, yeah, yeah. Ideas, Ideas. mindsets. <laughs> so I guess in the future I would want to, you know, just know a lot more than I do now. Just and continue, I, and yeah. I mean, I know a lot more than I did five years ago. So like that's, you know, I feel like I'm on the right Path. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, guiding the youths. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah, helping the childrens. You FTK for <laughs> the kids. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Um, yeah, well, that's actually, um, you know, I think this that could be a good cutoff point. You know, it, I feel like we've gotten a lot of, uh, like I said, I, I didn't know there's like all these worlds and everything. I didn't. I thought there was like a, one acapella group, and then and then like <laughs> there's multiple ensembles. Yeah, <laughs> there's, all, there's so many things. There's yeah, so many things. Uh, but yeah, so I appreciate you kind of you know t- teaching me up a little bit. Um, you it know. is my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, thanks for uh, recording. Well, how was it? How do you feel? Do you feel musically inspired by Jason Rosario? Because I do. That was amazing. Thank you so much, Jason, for allowing me to uh, be an insane person and. <laughs> have you and I talk about music that I know absolutely nothing about. Um, And, you know, it gave me a base level of knowledge, and I I hope the listeners got a little bit of that as well. And I I look, like I said, I look forward to talking with this guy uh, in the future and hanging out with him more and getting to know him. uh, I'm I'm actually really glad that he allowed me to record this because, again, I, I, I have not quite met a lot of people. Well, I have now, but I haven't felt comfortable asking them to record with me and Jason is a very comfortable person so uh, I appreciate that and uh, I do want to let you all know I'm back in the zone I'm feeling it again I've got uh, got one lined up to record on this Sunday and I mean I don't know if I'll necessarily be able to get back to exactly doing it weekly or as often as I was but I am going to try to start pumping them out more I owe that to myself but also my listeners, my, my two listeners, and I'm excited, excited for things to come. Fall is my favorite season. It's going to be awesome, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. I love you. Amen. Okay, bye. Box too, actually. I can just throw these. Yeah, yeah, good.